Welcome to the UK Dividend Investor Podcast, where we unlock the power of dividends in the UK market. Get ready to dive into the world of passive income, financial freedom and long-term wealth creation. Join us as we explore the strategies, insights and success stories of seasoned investors and industry experts. It's time to supercharge your portfolio with dividends that pay off. Hello all, welcome to this week's episode. Now, my friend, this episode is a little bit more ad hoc um, because I fell foul of the five Ps, and that is that proper preparation prevents poor performance. Now, I usually throw a sixth P in there, and um, I'll let you guess what that one is and where it comes. But anyway, so as I haven't really prepared anything for the episode this week and it's going to be a little bit more ad hoc i thought i would default to what i've done in the past and that is to review some of the news this week um so when i looked at the news this week i decided to cover the news for this month because as we've probably all experienced so far this month in 2024 is actually it's been a pretty boring year in the world of investing so far um and yeah, it's been been a struggle to find things to talk about, really, from a news perspective. But I have managed to come up with these few bits. However, before I get onto that, I have actually now finished recording the episode, but I'm just coming back to now whilst I still have your attention. Could I please just ask a big favour or two of all of you who are listening to this podcast? Number one, if you could just take the short amount of time it would take you to rate this podcast, maybe leave a review, it would be very much appreciated. I'd really like to grow the audience and try and get more people onto the path of investing and looking after their future selves. And secondly, if you listened to the episode last week, thank you very much. And if you hadn't noticed, there was a poll on there. Now, I appreciate that some of the platforms where this podcast goes out may not have access to that poll, but it certainly does um, display on Spotify. So if you are listening through Spotify, if I could please ask you to go over to that poll and uh, vote on there. It's regarding the UK recession, as I am going to be basing a future episode on any data I get around that and just see what the current inclination of the listeners are around the recession. Um, and finally, I'll say three favours. I'm sure that's not too much to ask. If you don't follow me on Twitter, sorry, X, um, please do. I've hit the 200 followers mark, which is a fantastic milestone, but I'd like to keep, keep that going as well. So if you could just do that for me, it'd be very much appreciated. Uh, it takes a very, very small amount of your time, but it does me so much good, and I'll be very, very appreciative of it. Anyway, that being said and done, I won't take up any more time and back on with the episode. Starting off with then some news from home and inflation, that good old subject of inflation. Don't we just love it at the moment? But inflation uh, for December was up to 4%. So there has been a slight increase in inflation, according to the Office for National Statistics. Now, this does complicate matters for the Bank of England or 
complicate as to when we might predict the Bank of England may look at bringing interest rates down. Um, I think the hope for us all was that the downward trend of interest was going to continue, meaning that um, upon the next review we might see interest rates coming down, or certainly by summertime we'd see interest coming interest rates coming down. Um, but with it going up to 4% in December, does that complicate things? Because we've got this target of 2% for inflation, um, I think the Bank of England is probably going to look to maybe keep the interest rates higher for where they were for a time being to really try and get that two percent to or get to that goal of sorry of two percent um however there is some good news from on the inflation front is that food prices have eased once again which is really good um coming back down and that should hopefully then result in seeing our weekly shops being that bit cheaper meaning we've got a little bit more um, spare at the end of the month unless of course you are buying tobacco in which case you've got a 16% hike in what you all pay beforehand um, also for, according to the office for national statistics prices have fallen at the fuel pumps as well with the average price of petrol being down by 8.2 pence a litre between November and December um, and diesel prices have fallen by 7.6 pence per litre um, so again hopefully we are seeing some cheaper travel um, I've tried to look at other benefits for getting fuel cheaper. Uh, so do a, I think it's called a WEX card, W-E-X, um, and they give discounts on their fuel there. So if you are eligible for one of those, see if you can apply for one, and that does make your fuel a little bit cheaper. It brings it down more comparable to your supermarket prices of fuel, such as <clears throat> your Morrisons, uh, your Tesco's, etc., etc. But if you have better quality fuel, I suppose ESSO would have that better quality. Um, but there we have that. So with this news of the uh, increase of inflation to 4%, um, is the knock-on effect going to be seen further down the course of the year with regards to interest rates and what the Bank of England is going to do? But we will not be able to know that until we get there because I'm sure even the Bank of England don't know what they're going to do about it yet. Sticking with the UK for the time being then, looking at GDP. Now, one of my predictions from last episode was that at some point the UK is going to go into a recession. Now, whether this be a technical recession where there are two consecutive quarters of no growth or, or sorry, decline um, to put us into this technical recession is yet to be determined. Um November, the Office for National Statistics, them again featuring them, have announced that there was a growth of 0.3% during November 2023. We are still waiting for the results from December to come through. If there is more growth in December, then that final quarter is starting to look a little bit more promising and hopefully GDP be on the rise. However, it's important to note here is that previous quarters have seem to show growth but then when they were revised we had two flat quarters now what i'm referring to here is quarter two of last year which is april to june initially during this period is estimated an increase of 0.2 percent but when that was then revised it was determined that there was no growth at all so when you look at back at the fact that for that period there was no growth and then for July to September, it's estimated to have fallen by 0.1%. This final quarter really does have quite a bit riding on it as to whether we're going to hit a recession or not. So the fact that November saw growth is a good sign. And what we're going to need to see in December is growth also to ensure that we are either flat or up. Because if we have no growth at all, 
then we've hit that point of being in recession. Now, as a, as I said, a technical recession. So this occurs when a country records two consecutive quarters of negative growth. So you can see how we're very much on the point of being in a recession. So a technical recession will be when we have two months of negative growth. So our previous quarter being 0.1. Now, say, for example, our negative growth is 0.1 again. Now, we have at that point hit a recession. But if the quarter after that growth is then back up, then it's referred to as a technical recession. So yes, growth was down, it is a recession, but it's very, very minor, it hasn't had that much of an impact, and then we've recovered from it. Of course, the other possible recession we have is that we have an official recession where we have a sustained period of weak or negative growth in GDP, um, which again is something that we could be facing. It's been a while since there has been a recession, and that very well-known saying of what goes up must come down and at some point we are going to have to come down but we'll have to wait and see and only time will tell as to what happens with our GDP and therefore whether we hit a recession a technical recession or no recession at all the final bit of news then for this episode is on Bitcoin now specifically a Bitcoin ETF which is a financial product that investors now have accessed through uh, through to rather through um, after the US Securities and Exchange Commission SEC approved uh, the ETF um, following its release the four days after um, there was trade of 8.67 billion billion pounds of this ETF and I just think that goes to show actually how popular Bitcoin still is Um, and interestingly enough after the announcement the price of Bitcoin went up but then it has dropped quite sharply it's it's dropped by more than 7% and it's come down quite a bit Um, with Bitcoin as well is it's a cryptocurrency I don't fully understand cryptocurrencies they're a whole other world and there are people out there that know far more and I'm not going to be one to teach you anything about cryptocurrency on this channel Um, unless of course I decide to learn things about cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and then I can impart any of that knowledge I have and to you but for now I know very little it's a cryptocurrency it does stuff I know that was very technical but my understanding is that Bitcoin specifically goes through what's referred to as halvings. And this is um, to ensure that there's only a limited or rather a set amount of Bitcoin that's ever going to be available. So those that currently um, do the Bitcoin mining, now it's not physically mining, it's the generation of the Bitcoin through the use of computers. Um, That's the very dumbed down version. Is that currently when they have done their generation they are rewarded with i think it's something like the 6.25 um bitcoin and after a certain amount has been mined the value that they get back from their mining is then halved so my understanding is that the next time this halving happens the reward will be now 3.1125 from 6.25 it's half of what it was, and it's been there's been a number of halving since. But it's also my understanding that we have another halving coming up, and it's anticipated to be sometime to early to mid twenty twenty four. Historically, when there has been a halving, or and certainly when a halving's been coming up, the price of Bitcoin has gone up, um, and then when you get to the halving, the, the price of Bitcoin continues and then generally comes down, but then sits up higher than it was before this this halving happened. So that's been what's happened historically now 
what's happened historically isn't always going to say that's going to happen in the future but given that this pattern has been there's a halving it's gone up it's a generally good indication of what we can anticipate to happen um so i wonder if when we get to this halving when you see the price of bitcoin go up and also then coincidentally the price of the bitcoin etf going up um this will be remain to be seen i say i'm not a bitcoin specialist by any means i'm not a cryptocurrency specialist but i thought it's quite interesting now that actually you can uh, invest in bitcoin through the stock market rather than having to use specific cryptocurrency sites uh, such as coinbase as an example so just on a more personal note for me now as a, a final point for the episode is that I had to address a bit of FOMO that I had and I've had to make some additional, well, I haven't had to make some additions to the portfolio, I've decided to make some additions to the portfolio. Um, I have made a pie on Trading212 to address this FOMO um, and this pie consists of six stocks and historically I've very much focused on stocks and companies rather that are on the london stock exchange and that will continue to be the case that is my focus i am a uk dividend investor i am going to be focusing on companies within the uk that also trade that well not only within the uk that are on the london stock exchange um mainly because i didn't want to have to worry about withholding tax and all this other gibberish i pretty much wanted what dividends i got paid are the dividends i got and not having to worry about withholding tax but FOMO, the fear of missing out. There was a bit of this, um, well, there has been, this hasn't been a bit, it has been present during my time investing. Um, and that is for some companies that aren't in the London Stock Exchange. And I've utilised a trading 212 pie to address this. So within this pie, I have six companies. I have Microsoft, Amazon, Apple, Google, NVIDIA, and Realty Income. The plan with this pie, I'm not going to be pumping masses amount of money into this pie. Um, my plan is still going to be when I get paid, 10% a minimum goes into my Trading212 account and the majority of it will be going into my normal stock allocation. As I said, my focus for this year at the moment is to get my core investments. They're the ones that pay me quarterly. So that's the likes of British American Tobacco, BP, GSK, Unilever, those ones that pay me basically so i get a dividend every month and trying to get those those allocations as strong as possible i want to make sure they've got a good decent amount there i'm aiming for about a thousand pounds for each allocation but this is just going to be something just to add that little bit of diversification and to address the fomo i'm going to be paying in 25 pounds a week every friday into this pie and maybe on payday i might top it up by say 50 or 100 but this is just to give me a little bit of diversification and try and get rid of the fomo i'm very much still focusing on stocks in the london stock exchange um and this is just to address that bit of fomo that will just about wrap it up for this week's episode then so thank you very much for listening i do apologize that it has been more disjointed and more rambly than previous episodes um as i said at the start um i did not put in the proper preparation to prevent the poor performance so one might say this has been a poor performance for me this week um apologies for that i won't make a habit of it i'm sure um looking towards next week then i'm probably going to look at a couple of companies that i covered in the first series of five stocks five shows not only 
need to kind of do a, a review of where they are now but also because it's actually a nice opportunity in between the five stocks five show series actually to look into a company and maybe dig in a little deeper than i ordinarily would during a five stocks five shows episode but anyway that'll be next week until then stay safe and take care and that concludes another episode of the uk dividend investor podcast Remember, we're here to inform and entertain, not offer financial advice. Before making any investment decisions, please consult with a qualified professional and conduct your own research as to the risk involved. Stay consistent, stay resilient and always do your due diligence. Thanks again for joining us on your Dividend Investor Journey. Until next time, keep building your wealth with the UK Dividend Investor.